All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome into the show hip-hop recording artist Kush Ali. What is up, Kush? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm good. What's happening? Yeah, man, we're, we're definitely uh, we're glad you're on the show. All right, so um, you got a lot going on. Um, I guess I want to start off by getting you to talk a little bit about your new project, your latest project, New Print. Um, just give me a little backstory on that and tell me how that's going. Alright, so, uh, yeah, the new print, I started it, um, I want to say sometime last year, before the summer a little bit. I put a lot, put a lot of work into it, you know, um, it was really inspired, inspired by Jay-Z. Uh, it's, uh, man, it's, it's, it's a different, different, um, piece of work from what I usually do. On this uh, particular project, I was stepping out of the box, man. It's uh, really, really showing, you know, that um, that my lyricism can go to a different level than what I previously displayed before. And like I said um, before, you know, inspired by JD, you know, with his uh, 444 album and everything, I just really wanted to, you know, show, especially him, if he was listening, you know, to show that, you know, People are actually listening and people actually feel the same way you do, mm-hmm. you know, and I wanted to be able to, like, carry that torch as far as educating our people, you know, and being capable of doing that throughout my music. So, so let me ask you this. When you say you, you, you went outside the box with this latest project, are you talking about lyrically? Did you write lyrics differently or is it your sound and style or both? Uh, actually, both. With, uh, with, with the lyricism involved and like my style and the sound that I usually would have. Not saying that it was too much different, but I think I've gotten more in depth to, you know, with my lyricism. Mm-hmm. And Getting people to really like understand where I'm coming from with things, you know, instead of being just all like bland and just, you know, just throwing something out there because it sounds good. Right, right. I really wanted it to feel good too, you know, when people actually pay attention to those words. So would it be fair to say with this new this new record you have out the the um, the mission the mission statement was basically to get people to think more instead of just tapping their foot more or dancing more you wanted to really get get in there and really think about the meaning of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That, that's what my aim was to really get people to really open up their mind, open up their heart. Yeah. Alright, so check it out. So I was researching you a little bit, and I always like to, uh, whenever I have a guest, especially a musician that's on the show, I like to listen, sample their music, and just check out, you know, so I can get a vibe and get a feel of uh, what kind of uh, what kind of music they put out. So I was listening to some of your stuff, and one little piece really got my attention. Well, I like a lot of it. I like, I like a lot of your songs, by the way. Um... But one got one little piece got my attention, and I'm not sure what the what the title means. You can help me out with that. But there was a song, your song is called 644 MMSS. It's kind of like a message. I only had a sample, so I'm not sure if there's some music after that message. But basically, your message was black on black killings. You basically you didn't pull no punches, man. You were just saying, hey, you know, we we need to we need to stop killing each other. Um, so, and then I didn't get to listen to the rest of it, so I'm really interested in your thoughts on that message, and, and, and I want you to build on that, and tell me, tell me more about that. 
Yeah, man. The message, um, pretty much on about uh, six minutes and forty-four seconds into the album. So, um, which is like a small, like it's pretty much like a small break where I get a chance to really speak. Yeah. And I believe that the first two songs before that was uh, actually light and extra special. So at that point in the time, at that point in the album, six minutes and forty-four seconds, you know, I started to get a little bit more deeper. So when I got into the whole thing about black on black crime, you know, I feel like that's mainly one of our biggest problems today. You get what I'm saying? Like we, 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 um, we, us as a people, you know, we, 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 we march a lot, you know, we protest a lot, but it's always about the opposition. In my eyes, I feel like. Why don't we protest and why don't we march about what we do to ourselves, what we do to each other? You know, it should be more protests against that other than, you know, segregating protests that separate us, black and white people. You know, we all on this planet together. Not saying that there's no big guys and little yous or, you know, one person's problem is more than the next person, but at the end of the day, the whole point I was trying to make is that we have to open up our minds and take a look at self. And that's where, you know, that's where a lot of change starts when you look at yourself. It's very, it's very so important. You know, in instead of us, like, so instead of us, like, worrying about, you know, Trump or, you know, the police and, you know, stuff like that, those are also problems, but we have to mainly start with self. If we, if we intend to have any real change, we have to start with self. Look, I mean, that's, um... I, I wish I wish I can get you booked on CNN and tell the world what you just said because it's really. I mean, seriously. You, you, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're ready for that, man. Yeah, yeah, they probably ain't, man, because they have a you know honestly all the all the national media, they all have an agenda. They all have they all have bias. Fox News, they have their bias. As CNN have they have their bias. Um, it's really not oh, news yeah. anymore. It's basically just propaganda on both sides of the aisle. It's really a shame. But what you just said makes a lot of sense, man. Um, there's some statistics that are pretty that are pretty pretty alarming when you think about it. The African American population in America is about 12 percent. It's about 12 or 13 percent. Yet African Americans commit over 50 percent of the nation's homicides, um, and mostly amongst themselves. There's more African Americans killing each other than they are white or killing Asian people. Um, yeah. so you make a strong, strong point. And another statistic that really scared the crap out of me when I heard about this was that seven out of ten African American babies don't have fathers in their lives. So then, when I started researching, when I started researching more, white people ain't off the hook either because white people, four in ten white kids are now without mothers. So that's even growing. So it's a culture problem across the board. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much like a cultural problem, man. It's, it's, it's not really a, a race-based type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of issues that we have in the world are just because of us, everybody, people, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. People in general. And, and the, the next song after 6 minutes and 44 seconds on the album, the next song is Black Bastard, which on that song I'm really displaying how, how I don't care what I say when I say it, how I say it, you know, that song pretty much capitalizes off of that statement of the, of the album. This is pretty much let, let people know, like, I know somebody out there that heard that, like, this, this, like, that, you know, this person, yeah, you know, so that's what came from the title of the song, you know what I'm saying, because if you listen to that song, I'm 
pretty much just being open about every single thing that, you know, that comes to my mind as far as lyricism goes, and I don't take it back. That's what's up, man. Be yourself. That's one thing about being a musician. If you're going to be a musician, a singer, a rapper, don't be fake. Don't be fake. Don't 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 be somebody you're not. Just be you. You know that's that's important. Yeah. All right, man. Oh, so let's get back on your career. So um, so what about what about uh, do you do you write all the lyrics and the music also? Yeah, mostly. Um, my. Uh my cousin was also my business partner in this. He uh he helps with some of the uh, writing as well. He he, he has co-written a couple of songs on the album. I don't think we included it in the credits. I don't think. Do you um do you make your own beats? I do make beats. I didn't make all of the beats on new track though. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's cool, man. All right, so what about live performance? Do you get out and do you perform a lot? Are you going to do some more performing with this with this uh, latest project? Um, well, with this latest project I just dropped, I'm really looking to get back into performing. I used to perform in my earlier days, you know, before before Kushali, before Newprint, you know, before Perilous Mind. I've done my fair share of, you know, performances, you know, I've just been out of it for a while, reinventing myself, and, you know, just really bouncing back from, uh, from my previous business endeavors, so. So what do you want to do? I'm looking to get people more of a show now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what about, what is your, what is your business plan, I don't know, say two years from now, like, where do you want to be? Uh, this is 2018. We're almost halfway through already. Um, where do you want to be? Let's say at the end of 2019. Where do you see yourself? Man, you know, joking. You know, somewhere. You know, in that way. You know, at least at the Grammy, somewhere. You know, somewhere where you know I'm at a platform where everybody's listening. That's you know? hey, look, man. Ain't nothing wrong with with, with, with aiming high. You can do it. Yeah, you can do oh, it. Yeah, definitely. You know, if you believe in yourself, you know you can you can achieve it. You know, uh, you gotta own it if you want it, right? Yeah, for sure. So true, man. Um, what was it that that got you into this whole hip hop rapping thing? Did you do? Did you start out when you were a kid, or what? How old were you? Yeah, I started. I was young, man. I was. I want to say maybe I was like twelve or thirteen when I really wanted to, you know, start writing. Well, no, I will take that back. I take that back. I started writing at an early age, you know, like eight, eight years old. I started just writing. Things. I used to write short stories, you know, poems. Then I, I, you know, I started listening to more hip hop, being around my cousins, more of my older cousins, uh, Smokey Law, you know. Being around him and being around my other cousins, you know, I started to have a love for music and hip hop in general. And what made me actually start wanting to record and actually get the things that I've written on wax was being Smokey do it for the first time. Wow. I want to say I was probably, uh, I was young, man. I want to say I was probably, what, 15? 14 or 15. And he had recorded his own mixtape. In his own, in his own career, you know, he did it on his own, and that that really boosted my, you know, my inspiration mm -hmm. on on chasing music, and it's like it's never changed since. So, so let me ask you this: when when you first started out rapping, and 
um, how long does it take before you find your own style? Because I've noticed, you know, when I, I've listened to a lot of hip hop, especially since I've been doing podcasts with Starlight, uh, your, your PR company, um, I've learned a lot too. In fact, I mean, I've always been, always been, I haven't really been like a real, real like hardcore rap fan, but I always liked it. I never disliked it. But going way back to the Tupac and Run DMC before that. Um, I grew actually when I was in high school. Run DMC was was really starting to pave the way. You know, they're like the young pioneers of hip hop. But how long does it take a rapper, like in your case, since we're, since we're this is your interview, so I'm gonna use you as an example. When you first started, how long does it take before you a realize you can rap because not everybody can rap, and then like how long does it take before you find your own style and before people say, hey, I know that guy. You know, as soon as they hear you, they'll know who you are. Honestly, when I first started, no lie, like any other rookie, and they'll be alive if they told you they did do this. I started out putting my own words to famous cadences. Like, what I mean by that, you know, I would I rap over instrumentals that were already famous, you know. The yeah, like remixing. Or, you know. Remixing? Yeah, remixing. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. yeah. So I started off trying to rap the same way they did, but put it in my own words. Now that went on for a little while until I actually got the hang of lyricism and actually putting words together in that type of way in the rhythm. And I want to say it took me about a year. And I actually came up with my own style. And my style, it never, it never stays the same. Like I always switch, always change, always stay fresh and new. Oh, so you're constantly evolving. As far as your style goes, yeah, like constantly, like constantly, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't get intimidated when I hear something new that's hot that you know that could possibly be considered better than my music. I don't, I don't feel the pressure from that. It just makes me evolve, and I come up with something that's better than that. Yeah, I even do it with my own music. Who do you think the greatest hip hop artist of all time is? Yep. If you had to pick one, who would, who would you say the greatest of all time? I, I, I hate to be biased, but who? I say, I say, hoes, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't give. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that would argue with you. That's a pretty good one to, to say. Um, I mean, uh, I know a ton of people, a ton of hip hop kids right now. That, that argue with me on that one because it, it's really a tough one to call. That's why I was kind of hesitant on the on the answer because it's, it's, it's a tough one to call. It's so many great. Here's why I think I got two for me, and Jay Z's one of them, and to me, Tupac's the other one. And I'll tell you why. I mean, I'll give you my reasoning behind it. There's a lot of really good hip hop artists, and the same the same goes for rock and country music. There's there's good, there's great. And then there's elite. The elite level are the ones that separate themselves. Like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, of course, he wasn't hip-hop, but he was pop. Michael Jackson separated himself, and he became elite. The greatest of all time as far as performer. Um, in boxing, in the sport of boxing, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Floyd Mayweather, you know, you got good boxers, you got great boxers, and then you got that elite Elite, well, you can put a couple in your hand, you know, a handful 
that separate themselves. And Floyd Mayweather, Muhammad Ali, there's only like four or five that you can put in that level. So in hip-hop, I put Tupac and Jay-Z in that level. And the reason for that is because not only were their, you know, just their lyrics were crazy and their beats and, you know, their flow and all that stuff was speaks for itself. But Tupac, for example, he crossed over not only into... Um, from hip hop, but he also a lot of white people bought his music. Also, he he switched over, he crossed over into the you know into the different um, cultures, and he also went into acting and became a not only a good actor but a great actor. He was a, Tupac was a really freaking good actor, you know. Yeah, so he, yeah, he, and Jay Z the same thing. Jay Z went on and became an entrepreneur and got into all kinds of different businesses, and he's been in movies. You know, this is a powerhouse. So I think. What makes you, what makes you elite and makes you definitely the greatest stature, is when you can separate yourself like those two guys have. Yeah, definitely, and that's why you know, that's why I said it's so tough to call it because it's a lot of it's a lot of new artists that's doing it right now. You know, they they they're trying, but yeah. I would definitely go the same two that you picked. I would say Jay, and I would say Tupac. Yeah, man. They just made such a gigantic mark on on the on the industry. Not only hip hop, but but just for opportunity. Look at all the doors them guys opened up for other artists like you. I mean, you know who? I tell you another group I'll put in there. And that's NWA. NWA was well, they. You want to talk about somebody who who paved the way and pioneered things? They took on the. Oh yeah, they changed. They changed the game. They changed the game, man. They took on the white establishment court systems, they took on the United States government, man. They didn't go after small locals, they went after the feds. They went after the biggest, you know, machine in, in America with their with their mission. Yeah, they used they they used the power of music, you know. Yep. For the benefit of that of that everything you saying right there. You know, they used that, you know, music has so much influence and power. And if they're making songs about the movement they don't obviously get people with the movement, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Not only that, but they also changed laws. They changed laws, and they also brought awareness and attention to all the police brutality that was going on back then. I mean, the cops... Yeah, you know yeah. what? It wasn't just white cops that were beating up black people. Those black cops that were just as crooked. They were beating the shit out of people for no reason. You know, they were wrapped up in that whole bullshit, too. Maybe not as much, but yeah. they were. And they and they took on and they and they brought awareness to the whole the whole police brutality thing. Now, of course, we still have a problem with that today, but NWA took it right, took it head on, man, head the fuck on. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got a lot of respect. You know, you don't gotta like NWA if you don't want to, but you gotta respect them what they did. You know. No, I definitely like the NWA. That's, that's definitely that's damn my top ten. I really like that. I, I like any, I like any group, whether it's hip hop or rock. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even have to be music. I like anybody who changes the game. I like people that that really just get in there and, and take things to the next level. Yeah, man. Honestly, the way I am on music, I listen to everything too. If you can actually make a good song, it doesn't matter if it's country, hip hop, R and B, rock, metal. As long as it sounds good and I can actually dare to listen to it, I will actually listen to it. That's right, man. I am actually, uh, I'm actually a fan of uh, uh, of a metal band. 
Which one? <laughs> they old school, though. Stick them over there. Oh, man. They're, they're great. They're fantastic. Yeah, they're man, they, need, they, need, they, they need to come back together, man. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, look, man, I, th- I don't think people should limit themselves to one genre of music. I mean, that's just, there's so many, there's so much, music is so, I mean, music is, like, universal. I mean, I mean, there, I don't like a lot of country music, but there's a couple that I like in country music. I like rock music. I, I like hip-hop. I like jazz. I like blues. Um, not every artists, of course, in each genre, but I think people should open their minds up. And hip-hop, you know, one more thing about hip-hop, then, then I know I'm, I'm doing more talking than you are. Um, but one thing about hip-hop that I really learned that's really interesting is it's way more complex than the average Joe realizes. Hip-hop's not so, you know, the hip-hop's way more than just rhyming. I mean, you got flow changes, flows, beats, uh, freestyle's another monster. People that can freestyle, I'm very impressed with that. I, I can't freaking rhyme. I can't rhyme anything with cat, let alone, you know, let alone actually be able to rhyme something and keep it within context when then off the top of my head at that. Yeah, man. Hip hop, hip hop, just, you know, just to be an MC in general, it's a, it's a real delicate craft. You gotta, you gotta really have a level of patience and really a level of intelligence to really do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I totally and agree. You have to focus, you know, at all times, man. You can't. It's got to be separate from everything else. Great it's point. It's also connected at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It, it, being an artist in general, you got to have constant inspiration. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, so um, I'm going to let you go here in a minute. And I know we've been going almost 30 minutes here. Um, so, anyway, just to recap, you got this project, New Print. Um, you have anything else in the works? Any more singles coming out coming out on it? Yeah, I got um, Black Bastard video coming soon. Video of the lights coming soon. Man, I just got, I got a lot ready in store for all my friends and listeners. All right, man. So where can they find you on your social media? As far as uh, Twitter, Instagram, things like that. You can follow me on Instagram and at Twitter and Snapchat. At Guy MCXL, that's G-O-D-M-C-X-L, all one word. Uh, describe our YouTube page, uh, Kush Ali, and the other YouTube page, World Black Nation. There it is, folks. Kush Ali is in the house. Look, I want to get you back on once you, uh, you know, once you got some more to tell us. Once you got, you know, maybe when, we, when you're going to get the next release, uh, next single, or if you got some tour dates lined up some performances lined up you want to get on the show and, and tell everybody about it you just holler man we'll get you back on alright yeah for sure I'll be in touch definitely thanks for having me yeah man thanks for doing this